Hello, hello, and welcome to the Dead Air Dudes. I'm Izzy. I'm Raka, and we have just watched episode six of The Boys, season three on Amazon Prime. It is Bananas Hero. All right, yeah, now this is going to be our episodes one through six review, focusing more on the last episode, but we're going to give a little quick synopsis of what's been going on with our favorite characters. Namely, obviously, the boys, uh, Butcher, Huey, Mother's Milk, Kimiko, and Frenchie. And we're going to also dive into a little bit into the mind of Homelander, as well as Starlight. And last but not least, you know, our new favorite or our new hated Soldier Boy. So uh, as the season begins, it's approximately what, a year later. And Huey is working with uh, the sen- senator, right? I forgot her name right now. Nadia. Nadia. She's the one who pops the heads off of people. You know what I mean? She's and, the head popper. Yeah. <laughs> she does not know that. And they're kind of have they run a criminal, a hero, uh, a soup task force that they kind of slap them on the wrist instead of, you know, really eliminating them, eliminating them like they used to. While Butcher is has been on a relative leash while this milk has kind of went back to his family and Starlight and Huey I do believe are living together at this point they're a thing they're a thing well and they're they're unapologetic public thing yeah and Frenchie and Kamiko they're doing their thing and you know well there's a truce right so there's a truce between the boys and um, Vought and superheroes but it's an uneasy alliance, as you know. Episode one starts out with a bang. Yes. Spoilers alert for everybody who's not watched it. So if you have not watched it, please do not go any further. And yeah. tune into us after to, you watch it. To the graphic nature of what happens, just be advised of uh, the stuff we want to say. So yeah, it's 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 the boys. So yeah, here we go. I just want to say, prior to the season. It was touted out there and showrun that this is going to be a rating. There has to be a rating higher than X or R, and they're going to shoot past that. Mm-hmm. And it was going to be wilder, crazier, sexier, looter, everything you can. And it has lived up to it. So if you have not watched it yet, I'm sorry for you. And make sure, of course, uh, no tender eyes to watch this. It goes balls to the wall. Yeah, no so as we alluded to, the first episode is this superhero termite. It's a party. It's an after party. It's some kind of event. Termite can shrink into a little mini man and enlarge. He, he has this, you know, obviously he's uh, Ant-Man. He's, he's Ant-Man, exactly. Essentially. But Ant-Man is in a back room with his lover and his lover wants him in him. I want you in me so bad. So he shrinks down to ant size and goes into his penile shaft and touches the glands and excites him and then sneezes because of all the coke and blows up the mid torso of his lover. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, the amount of gore and the, and, and, and the special effects and the amount, it's just crazy. crazy. And it, it one-ups it even more and more. But yeah, just that scene in itself was just what an uh, opening. You know, you talk about a lot of opening yeah. scenes. I mean, to usher in this season, I mean, you can't ask for anything more perfect. Obviously, alliance aside, truce aside, 
Butcher wants Homelander in the worst way. Yeah, right now Butcher's been kind of neutered because of the truce and everything. So, but here comes an interesting point or something we Queen Maeve brings to Butcher. Compound V, but it's temporary compound V. A 24-hour, a temporary, temporary soup drug. Yeah. So, and at first, he's like, what the fuck is this? I'm not going to freaking, you know, I don't need this. It's not your thing. But uh, eventually, he takes it, and he becomes super-powered, invulnerable, super-strength, and uh, I-beams. So... Huey takes it unknowingly uh, from Butcher without Butcher knowing, and Huey can teleport. And he's got super strength. He's got uh, some speed with him. So, but both kind of like taking, obviously, if you're a fan of the show, even if you don't know the show, it is over the top uh, um, satirical. Yes. Politically driven. It mocks everything, both left and right extremists. Corporate America, uh, uh, Twitter, you know, that's Twitter, uh, social media, everything. It, it mocks to present day everything. But what's crazy is when you see both sides of the superhero, the hero, they're the same. People want revenge, people want control, people want popularity, people want success. No matter what side of the thing you're on, it, it colors their directive and it clouts their vision and judgment. No matter this truce or not, it actually makes things worse because things are gonna bubble and blow up. Now, as the story as the storyline moves along, season, we get to see a flashback of the group that predated the seven. Yeah. The uh, what the hell are they called? Um, not sure, but it was led by someone named Soldier Boy, and Soldier Boy is basically Captain America. He's basically Captain America with um with a nasty attitude, I guess, as as they all do, as all these super as the all these supers they call them, they all do. And something happens to him, and he is essentially killed on a mission in Nicaragua. And it's actually an origin story for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, Black Noir was also on that team. And this Black Noir spoke. He was an articulate, bright superstar. He had visions of actually becoming the leader of that seven, of becoming a face of the superheroes. An uh, African American face. Edgar's brother. Isn't he Edgar's brother? Either he's Edgar's brother or he's he's um he's very close to Edgar. Which my theory. Is that Edgar has superpowers, but it's not revealed yet. That's interesting. I had not read the books, so I, I have not. I have not read the books. I've read a ton of stuff about the differences between the books and the show. But that aside, that's my uh, conspiracy theory, is that the only way Edgar talks so bold to Homelander is that something in Edgar says, no matter what you throw at me, you're not going to kill me. So Edgar is on this team. He's on site with the team in Nicaragua. And Soldier Boy 
and gunpowder and all these people, they, they run amok. They're under, out of control. Yeah. Right. They're doing, they're acting reckless. And because of the recklessness, and the, uh, what's her name? Mallory? Um, uh, not Mallory, the, the leader of the female lead of the group. She's in charge too in this. In she's part oh, of the military. Yeah. Um, and Admiral, whatever her name is. Yeah. Admiral. She's she's part of the military and she's against it. Why are the soups here? The soups can't be with the government, this whole thing. And yeah, actually, things go sideways so fast. Like literally a blink of an eye, they get attacked, bombarded. The soups got hurt. Not all of them are super, super duper. They they're they got hurt. Um Black Noir gets disfigured and wanting initially I, I, wanting to show I, his face to be face part is, of is blown away or something. Face, he takes his mask and puts it now we know why the vow of silence and the the mask and everything and he he does this protecting Edgar and long and short the Russians capture soldier boy. Yes. And then fast forward 40 years later in an effort for the boys to find a secret weapon that can kill Homelander because truce who cares about the truce it's all bullshit. They still want to kill Homelander. They travel to Russia, and they try to, and they try to uh, acquire the weapon, not knowing that the weapon is Soldier Boy. Through the last forty it's years, supposedly made Boy, told them that there's a weapon that 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 kills Soldier Boy, and in essence, Soldier Boy was the most powerful soup out there. Just before Homelander, they figured, you know what, if this can kill Soldier Boy. This can also kill Homelander, but they come to both. They don't know that when they go to Russia to find the weapon, the weapon is Soldier Boy. Now, one thing I did not get: did they that that nuclear power that Soldier Boy has? Did he always have that, or was that did the Russians give that to him? Okay, so the awesome scene where Mother's Milk MM is watching tapes of how they tortured, experimented on Soldier yeah. Boy. They pretty much hit him, injected him with every poison uh, that they could think of, electricity, you name it. Yeah, they were doing and they end up they end up making him radioactive. Yes. So uh, this is my speculation. He has concentrated and merged this radioactive power within him, which does two damages. When he emits the radioactive burst, it pretty much incinerates something, anything in front of him. I mean, incinerates, like melts a, a tank, a building, whatever. Whatever the whatever is, is dead. It also robs a soup of their powers. Which is how Kamiko lost her powers. She got hit by the blast on the fringe of the blast, and she lost her powers. So this is a ridiculous power that right. they made it to. Now, Soldier Boy not only is walking around lighting up the Geiger counter, he's radioactive. He's a total screwed up mess. Not just being frozen a la Winter Soldier and, and <laughs> Captain America, not just frozen for 40 years, but he was psychologically tested and he tortured. He was abused for 40 years. And not just abused, he's got this huge world's biggest chip on his shoulder that his team abandoned him. His and country he always, band. He was always pretty much a piece of shit anyway, so that, that doesn't, doesn't really help anyway. But but just like Homelander, he doesn't realize he's a piece of shit. No, no, he doesn't. He thinks he's the world's gift to everybody. Just like Homelander. They should adore me. I'm superior. I'm better. 
I fight for this country. I die for this country. I do everything for this country. And this country left me to rot. And the thing was with Homelander, what ends up happening, um, eventually Homelander, after, uh, we, we can't forget this, Stormfront still alive. Early on in the, in the season and Stormfront. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> She's still madly in love with Homelander and vice versa, but Homelander is so screwed up that she's hanging on by a string that he, I can even say, I mean, for uh, his birthday, uh, not actually for her you birthday. Want, even though she's a paraplegic burnt, laying on a, uh, a gurney at the bed table, hospice with wires and tubes and She's trying to uh, blow out his candle, and and you know he's like, uh, you know, no, let's not, let's not. Now Homelander still has feelings and affection for her, but it's not the same. Obviously, she loved him, and he will basically, yeah. Now, but he will always have a special place in his heart because because she did all those things for him and was willing to kill for him and everything, and then adored him, and that's all that Homelander wants, right? He's a fragile, he's a, but he's a fragile, insecure entity that just wants to be loved, adored, and depended on in his warped, twisted, psychologically deranged way. Now, because she, Stormfront, had set Homelander on a pedicle to be, you know, on this, this, statue figure to be the head of the fourth reich aryan race yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which he rejected ejected soundly she basically i think bites off her own tongue and commits suicide. yeah at that point she she felt so rejected of the one person that she put up on that pedestal that would never hurt her did the ultimate and just you know and she chose to end her life and she basically bit her tongue off as she died. Now that sends Homeland into a spiral in which he blows up on TV, and that leads to the birthday know. bash. <laughs> yeah, and you you have to sit around the table now. Credit Garth Ennis and company for developing the storyline, but the people who uh, are writing the script for the live action version of the boys. I got to give them credit. They must sit around the table with weed and Coke and drinks and every lewd possible uh, inspiration they could think of to come up with every episode this far has blown past borders of hedonism, politically correct, incorrectness. I mean, they address nothing. Racial injustice, sexual gender orientation um relationships mother daughter i mean you 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 parental in uh, some really graphic and very sensitive topics they do not shy away at all in fact they come full frontal on issues and just right into your face literally uh, on, i don't know how you feel but almost every so there's there's a couple of moments where my, my jaw just drops to the ground like get the um shaking it, my head too like what when, to the when, point now i believe when mother's milk in the last episode opens the door and he just gets doused 
I'm like, I mean, I, was, I remember my mother, I was. It's a Gatorade shower of sperm. And, you know, how about the few episodes before where Kamiko is in Russia when they're trying to get Soldier Boy and he, she has to, she shows up to gain she entrance. Fascinate someone. She, she, yeah. she gains entrance as a sex worker and um, basically dispatches the bad guys with tremendous dildos. I mean, what, there's no other way to say it. Um, it's out of control, bro. It's out of control. Now, if you look past all the sensationalism, right. the storyline is by and large um, extremely critical eye of today's society. It is, especially politics, in, society, in current, in current affairs, which you know, I you, you, you can't you gotta be a blind man to not see other stuff. And no matter what your affiliation, your stance, I have to give credit is that they don't wholly one sidedly torture one side. No, it, it's pretty pen, it critical of all extremist views. But the bottom line out of all of it is no one human soup or whatever, no one should control as much power as they control. 100%. That's the corporate side. That's the soup side. That's the vigilante side. Now, look, I um, that scene where Homelander shows up to... I mean, I know we're gazing over a bunch of things that happen. Butcher fights... We fights can't cover everything. We can't cover everything. Fight to the sun, so therefore it's, it's to save him. Um, they encounter the admiral, the admiral, the admiral, her name is the admiral, and that she was working with Vault, so they got mad at her. They bring out Mother's Milk. Mother's Milk, his OCD is based because Soldier Boy killed his family, so he wants to kill Soldier Boy. Uh, Frenchie and his past will live with little, uh, little Nina comes, comes to fruition. Kimiko loses her power. She's all happy about losing her powers. Starlight and, 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 and Huey are in trouble because Huey wants to save Starlight and is tired of being a, just, just a wimp. Uh, it was inadequate. Yeah, Starlight's ex is a superhero. He shows up, becomes good, and then he gets killed by Homelander, Queen Maeve, and, and Butcher get it on, which is hilarious as well. And then Queen Maeve gets found out and she gets sent to rehab, which Black Noir probably beat the crap out of her. So much happens that we can't get to everything. But Ashley. <laughs> yes, and Ashley becomes a CEO of a boy, and you know, oh, we can't forget A Train tries to find his roots, and then there's this other Blue Streak or Blue Hawk or whatever, Hawk. yeah, who's, who's been, targeting who's largely targeting African American and, and 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 people of color in New York and beating them up. A Train finally gets his revenge and finally comes through and essentially dies in this episode in the last episode um, alluded to we're not confirming yeah, that we don't know but he his heart stops and he gets a heart attack because he was told that if he does use the powers ever again his heart can just blow up and we'd be Thanks. remiss to not mention the the total dweebness of the deep the deep is just i mean dweeb personified He's a piece of crap, but he's he's hilarious. I mean, he's just uh, no. He adds the huge, the biggest part of comic levity into the whole series with him and his fishmates and his wife. I mean, and his complete utter like he'll suck anything to get ahead. I'll just leave it at that. And not only that, when Homelander tests his loyalty, 
and makes him eat his friend. We glaze over the fact that Homelander, since his birthday announcement that he's not any longer going to be the bitch of Vought, he has his power drunken personify, firing everybody, doing what you said to Maeve, doing to the the new soup, uh, Starlight's friend, doing what he, he claims to be now dating Starlight. He is basically doing what he wants. Yeah, and and the big thing that we, the big thing that I didn't see coming at all, which is another jaw-dropping moment, is in the Nadia press conference, they do an Edgar. Yeah. And now Edgar is investigated behind bars, stripped of power, which is a very telling scene. That was the one scene where I formulated the, my idea that Edgar has superpowers. When Homelander confronts Edgar after Edgar is about to be sent off to jail for investigation and is unseated as CEO, his heartbeat and his blood pressure remains perfect. Homelander could incinerate him at the moment and Edgar almost like does not give a shit. Yeah. That's when I said to myself, no, 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 no. I don't care what human you are. You're going to be petrified in your freaking boots. You're going to be scared shitless. You have no leverage anymore. And he said, your blood pressure is like perfect. His heartbeat is per- like not one ounce of fear. And even then, Edgar has one last dig at him, drops his empty bottle of whiskey, and basically walks off with an unemotional fuck you. Yeah. I also love the scene where uh, Homelander and Butcher, Homelander shows up to his house, and he's like basically the you, you and me, it's you against I to the death. And he said, well, we're going to have a little truce. And then when he, in the last episode, when it was freaking awesome, it was like, what, three on one? And they're all fighting Homelander. And he sees. Oh, they're, they're about, they pin him down and they're about to go Chernobyl on his ass. And Homelander finds out that Butcher has powers, at least in the interim. He's taking it back. He's like, you're cheating, you know? And that kind of, that's basically the only thing that saved Homelander because he was about to get incinerated and, you know, you know, bye bye, Homelander. Well, okay, so now to streamline to the end of the last episode, Homelander, he has like an alter ego, somebody that keeps him in check that got him through the hard times. Maybe he developed a, a it's alternate like persona. His, his, his id is, it's like his, his id in the mirror. He knows Homelander escaped by the skin of his teeth. He just he burst out and he flew away. Otherwise, he know he would have been ended. He is back at his apartment, his home, wherever, looking in the mirror. There is no id. It's gone. I can He, he is just, he's him. He's the first time ever, he feels completely vulnerable, weakened. He doesn't know what he's doing with the company. Vought is going spiraling downhill as far as views, stock, uh, shareholders, popularity, money, worth, whatever. His team has been disbanded. He almost got incinerated. Edgar's words are coming to fruition that he's going to regret the day that he no longer has a handler taking care what do you call it? Daddy's gone. Yeah. Dude, this entire show is off the rails, but not for the sake of being off the rails. There's a purpose and a point to everything. It's just the shock value is beyond control and it's wildly entertaining. Oh no, it's, look, 
it probably won't go down as one of the it probably won't get the the credit it really deserves until until later on years after so it but it's a well-made show just the shock value really puts it over the top if you're not a fan or been following the comic book series and everything the graphic novel uh it doesn't matter you should tune in no, and then maybe you know. check it out later i would be probably better off you you don't read it so you you know you you it's just but and not not a marvel hater or anything like that but if you're looking for in a weird kind of way a more a realistic grounding to a whole superhero genre it's this and it's it's in such a way that it's so spectacular you have to because if you explore the reality of you have superhuman powers who is not going to abuse this precisely you know um and the way it happens and intertwines with regular human life like huey was a regular dude you cannot get more regular until his life was changed upside down uh this is why i watched the boys Um, it's fucking a all right uh for this episode for episode six what do you give it and for the season so far Episode six is like a nine point five out of ten. The season so far is a nine point nine point five out of ten. There has not been a double episode. You know how some some series have a building episode and yeah, yeah. no, nope. I mean it's balls to the wall from day from opening scene. Yeah, that's why. One. That's why I I don't I don't argue when it's oh it's only eight episodes. I'm like dude, but if you give me eight quality episodes where where shit happens every single time. I'll take that over 23 episodes, which 16 of them, you know, suck. Yeah. There hasn't been a bad episode. You know, so. I mean, so and, if you're not and, watching, tune in, watch it. Let us know what you think. Uh, give us your feedback. We missed anything major. Uh, you got your own fan theories. We'd love to hear them. We'll give you credit for sure. Um, absolutely. Let us know. I did it. Oh, no, watch it. 9.5 for me. As far as the season so far, I give it a 9.0. But, I mean, it's still wonderful. Check it out. I'm Izzy. I'm Rocco. Remember, save the whales. Be vigilant out there. I'll go watch the series. Take care, guys. <laughs>